Hello? Let's see how quietly, <laughs> let's see how quietly we can record this podcast. You eat chips and I chew this huge, huge thing of gum in my mouth. See if we can do this whole podcast without people noticing. I think we're already failing. I'm not eating anything. <laughs> I have not had anything to eat all day. I was getting weak and shaky. He was as weak as a kitten. <laughs> this is our 13th episode. It is. 13, 1, 3, 1, 3. We're a, we're a teenager. Do you think this is a good number or a bad number? Are you superstitious? Not in the least bit. Are you supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Even though the sound of it may sound quite atrocious. Have you ever heard of Mohandas Gandhi or the Mahatma Gandhi? I've heard of the Mahatma Gandhi. Who said, be the change you wish to be in the world, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Well, as you know, he would not wear shoes. He would make sure that everyone else had shoes before he did, so his feet were like super rough, right? And of course, he didn't eat, so he became very thin, and as a result, he didn't really take good care of himself, so he ended up having kind of bad breath, so he became the super calloused, fragile mystic hexed with halitosis. (laughs) Welcome to You'll Die Trying. This podcast is brought to you by Welburn Floral and Events, Owensboro, Kentucky, and this region's one-stop shop for all things floral and event planning. Operated by Dickie Knight and Sally Barker and the wonderful team of designers and delivery folk and salespeople, Welburn Floral and Events is at the top of their game. And in my experience, personally, I can tell you everything they've ever done for me and for my family has been perfection. Let me confirm that. They did our wedding, Megan and mine. In 2012, they did our wedding. It was the most phenomenal thing. It was absolutely beautiful. Welburn Floral and Events is located at 920 East 4th Street in Owensboro, Kentucky. And on Saturday, November 3rd, all day, they will be hosting their Christmas open house. Welburn Floral and Events, 920 East 4th Street. Thank you to the Welburn family. We're always talking about how we're going to die trying, being better versions of ourselves. Let's be very, very honest right now. We are going to die. We, uh, you and I are constantly around loss, loss of life, uh, loss of relationship, and of course, even loss of property, grief everywhere. And, and when I think of all those things, we have to think of someone or something that's going to protect us and those we love. Someone that I think of is Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Right here in our community, always ready to serve. He's an agent, he's big on commitment, and he is committed to my family personally and professionally. If you're thinking of insurance, if you're thinking of home, auto, life, think no other or no further than Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Call Robert at 270-929-4200. One five. <laughs> oh me! I don't even know. He, you say like, as you know, like of course I know, and I'm sure some of that was true statement. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. No, no. it was all true. It Ex- just happened to fit with, you know, super. 
callous, fragile, mystic, hexed with halitosis. How in the world do people like you come up with the things that you come up with? It's scary. How do we celebrate the 13th episode? Every time, every time we have an episode, we celebrate. I think what we should. should. We, I think we should. What should we celebrate on our ninth episode? I think wise, happy people celebrate the little things in addition to the big things. Why wait for a whole year to have a birthday? Why not celebrate on the 24th of every month? By the way, my birthday is July 24th. Why not celebrate it on the day of every month? When we were driving today, do you remember we were talking about the podcast and how it's growing? That's because we always talk about the we podcast. We literally always. You, I think, admit it. That's, you're drinking coffee that has been sitting there for like a month. But it's John Conti coffee and it's still delicious. <laughs> I know, but it's it's... My last text to you today said, I'm a junkie in reference, <laughs> not to cold coffee, but to this podcast. You really are. You are like, I'm on my way. 17 exclamation points. I can't stop. <laughs> I said, I'm racing. <laughs> That's so great. It is really good. Hey, you know what? This is something where we should encourage. We encourage you who are listening. First off, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it, but find what you love and be nerdy about it. I think we've referred to a previous uh, quote that I enjoyed. My friend Dallas made that up. Find what you love, be nerdy about it. Find a hobby, find a thing, your thing, and really go with it. I think it's really good for my mind. See, now when we go home today, I can kick my feet up, play with my kids, and I don't know, know that we've accomplished something. I don't know how this worked, but you just segued perfectly into a Gandhi quote. Actually, it's a quotation. It was intentional. Quote is a verb. Quotation is a noun. So the one of the best Gandhi quotations, uh, of which most probably haven't heard, is that happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. Mm. Find something you love, do what you love, live your love, be at peace, be happy. I love doing this. I don't think Gandhi would have been a very compelling podcaster. Why? I wouldn't have understood a word he said. <laughs> yeah. You know what else I've noticed in these uh, last few weeks? We, I, have developed a not silent but quiet laugh so as to not interrupt you when you talk. Have yeah, you know <laughs> a, a full-on laugh into the mic would, would exhaust people. They would tire of a steady diet of that. What if the entire podcast consisted of us laughing? What I love is that we don't have inside jokes. I hate pet peeve. Yes. In, inside jokes. I don't I, like them. I don't even really know how to refer to an inside joke. I when, don't think I have one either. When people say, ha ha, inside joke, I'm always like, well, I'm not on the inside. Clearly, that's not helpful. And I wouldn't want people to feel excluded. So I kind of leave that where So it do is. you get excluded a lot? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Maybe. Actually, I don't think that I do. And it, if I did, it wouldn't bother me. I'm at that point in my life where I really, I, I care about so little when it comes to that stuff. In regards to the 13th episode, being a teenager now, what part of your 13-year-old self is still with you? Do you think it's important to have youthfulness in your walk and in your operation? I hate my phone right now. Please forgive me. I'm so sorry, everyone. That was so rude. Um, you could tell that we're still new at this. My 13-year-old self would probably say... Turn your phone off when you're in church. <laughs> no, uh, I think the uh, the curiosity, the questioner. We've we talked about that in the previous podcast. I I was a curious kid. I asked a lot of questions. I was not an immediate um, believe. I was a skeptic. I would say when it comes to a lot of things, I'm agnostic. I don't mean when it comes to like God or whatever. Although you can use that word in that context, but it just means something that you don't know. 
Like there's so much that I don't know. I'm agnostic about so much, and it causes me to question. And Isn't I that a beautiful, a beautiful to have that quality? No, though now. Well, I th- I hope so. But as we've said before, there are some people who really just don't want to be bothered with the questions. I don't think you can grow without learning, and you ask questions to get answers, which answers are knowledge. Knowledge is power, growth, etc. Yeah. They, it's been said that you should live as if you're going to die tomorrow and learn as if you're going to live forever. Didn't the amazing prophet Tim McGraw state, live like you were dying? Was that Tim McGraw? or uh, His writers wrote the song, Tim McGraw performed it, the yeah. prophet Tim McGraw. Yeah. So what do, uh, what do you make of that? Live, live like you were dying? dying? Yeah. Man, live every day as if it is your last. Like if I don't see you tomorrow because I die, I want to make sure our interaction today, for instance, is one of uh, solid, uh, meaningful conversation and interaction. And you know when you leave here that you're supported, loved, lifted up. The end. Yeah, I appreciate that. And you know what? That happens. Well, good. That happens that people do, in fact, they they die and had no idea it was coming. I thought you were... In, I thought you were complimenting me. It, <laughs> but you it, were re- it was an awkward response when you said, <laughs> well, good, when I know I'm anticipating saying people just die without any notice. Oh, yeah. that's awful. Yes, people do die without it's notice. Sad. It's and sad. It's sad. There are people in my life recently who have, and it, it is, it's shaking. It is something that we never know the time nor the hour. It will come like a thief in the night. And Listen to you quoting scripture. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, it, it will. It will come to us like a thief in the night. And I don't think there's any better way to describe uh, the death, a death of someone. And whether you're prepared or not, you're not prepared, regardless if you are. Um, and so you just need to be be kind to people and make sure that you, when they walk out of the, the room or you leave their house, that they had a great encounter with you. Yeah. That's bottom line. That's one of the things for which you want to be remembered, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That I tried, that I cared. And I tell that to everybody. I I say at the end of these podcasts, you love far more than you'll ever know. And and I mean that. And people say, well, how can you love people you don't know? And I'm like, well, they're worthy of love. I mean, everyone's worthy to be loved. Yeah. Everyone is, everyone in my opinion are, are, there's, there's good, there's good people. There's good within. This, this topic of time, the Buddhists say, you think you have time. Mm. Oof. Right. Yeesh. That is, um, that's haunting. It's true. Yeah. We are in control of nothing. Yeah. Chew on that, everyone. Like I'm chewing on this gum. Well, we are in control of some things. For instance, our tongues, how we use them. Um, and how we don't silence our cell phone again. That See, was not my cell phone. That it was your set. Oh, the sixth iPad. sixth iPad. Yep. Seventh. Yeah. That was his other iPad. It's okay. No, um, you're. What you're, do you think of this? We think we have time. Well, I think that people are not going to agree with that or want to agree with that. We're scared. We're all of us scared of something. It goes back to that conversation we had recently about fear. It is so powerful. And control, what we all long for, is such an illusion. We really can only control ourselves. Yeah. Well, what also we can control. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted to sit. No, but last time In I that did that, moment. you said... Intentionally. Quote, intentionally. Silence is bad for podcasts. It, yes, but in that moment, I genuinely was just soaking up the rays of silence. That was fun. Silence is bad for podcasting, though. 
TJ told me that he fast forwards through our podcast sometimes. Like he listens, not fast forwards, but he listens to it on like plus 15 or whatever, where you can be like, where we're talking like this and blah, 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 that kind of thing. Oh yeah. And he's, yeah, that's right. He said that that to him determines a bit of the quality uh, because if people talk too slowly, it drags on people will quit listening. So to your listeners, we apologize if in the past we've talked too slowly and pretty soon we're going to be speaking like the guy in the Micro Machines commercial. Do you ever remember the Micro Machines? That was when I was young and you were not born. I was on. I was non-existent. No, you were pre-utero. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was Micro Machines. They're teeny tiny little uh, like Hot Wheels vehicles. And the guy spoke as quickly as the people do at the end of car ads on the radio when they have to they have to get all that fine print. Oh my gosh! You know MSRP and blah, blah, don't text and drive that kind of stuff. They say it so fast that he was kind of the the creator of that. And I think we should deliver an entire podcast in that fine print speech. I think we should try it. Okay. Like rap, like Twista. Yeah, let's do that. That's a dumb idea. I know. What are the things that you think require nothing from you by way of talent, but earn you everything by way of respect? Might I be honest? That question is so intelligently asked. I don't understand. (laughs) Can you dumb it down? Shall I? No, I also simply... Simplify. I shall simply I shall, rephrase. I shall simplify. What are the things that require zero talent, but can give you 100%, can give you all the respect in the world? What are the things we can do that don't require any talent, they don't cost us anything, but that earn us a tremendous amount of respect? For instance, kindness. Be, yeah, that, I was going to say love. Love people. Like love, be present, like show. Let's pause and go there. You okay. said earlier, one of your taglines is it's at the end of your voice, outgoing voicemail message. It's something that you say sometimes on the podcast. It's sometimes you know, something that you say around the, the the places where we go. You are loved more than you know, you say. You are. What does it mean to love someone for you? Love is, uh, it's to me, it's an action. It's a choice. It is a uh, a genuine attempt at... Uh, just giving of oneself fully, whether that is of your time, of your attention, of maybe however that looks to you. To me, it's a number of things. It's it's uh, listening to. It's yes, yeah. I love that listening because uh, listening without interrupting. Mm-hmm. It's it's very interruptions are definitely not <laughs> loving. <laughs> that was really good. I mean, that was two in a row. Now I don't really know what I was saying. I, yeah, just showing showing love can be a number of different things. Love is not somewhat from an intimate thing. It's it not always. It's literally the sim- simple, simple things that show one love. I like the idea of listening. I like the idea of, uh, of gentle speech. Mm-hmm. It's been said that if something must be said and the saying of it will be difficult, say it gently. Because sometimes we have to say things that aren't pleasant. Sometimes we have to invite people to a better performance, to a more critical self-reflection. And it's difficult to say those things, but we have to say them. So we should say them gently. I think that's a show of love. Uh, being giving. Generosity. Uh, praying for people. Even people who aren't necessarily prayers uh, can still pray for other people. And I think prayer is really nothing more than A, listening for the voice of God in your life, and B, I think it's aligning what is our experience and the people with whom we are experiencing it with God's own dream for the world. 
I think we're kind of, if you can imagine pulling someone out of a, a dark spot and into the light, out of the wings and into the center stage. Like, to me, that's what prayer is, is like pulling, aligning someone in the light and, and life of God. Giving is, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be giving, because when we think of giving, we think very materialistic. We think of this costs money, this costs more money, the bigger the gift, the better the gift, that kind of thing. But giving is very simplistic, and we put, you know, we need to be mindful of just being more thoughtful about that giving. Giving is... Yes, thoughtfulness is, is, is key. Does that a good segue? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That did something right. Yes. What are we segueing to? I, oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think also um, knowing how to have fun and being playful with someone and, and being truly present with them and enjoying them and, um, you know, earning trust and being respectful and making promises and sticking to them and, of course, forgiving people. Like, these are all ways of... Of loving, my friend came up to me and was talking about having listened to the podcast, and they were talking about uh, being on their phone at one point, and um, their their little son came up to him and was just like longing for their attention. Oh, that's and sad. They realized that moment, and that moment, they're like, "Man, I'm terrible." So they put their phone down, put their phone away, turned it off, kind of thing, and we're just present with their little baby boy, and that's just being being present. Well, we're modeling for our children how we expect them to behave. Yep. So it is impossible for us to be, well, it is unkind for us to be angry with our children when simply they emulate what we've been doing. And we're all guilty of it. Uh, absolutely we absolutely are. Absolutely guilty of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, 13 episodes in, and I feel like I've learned a lot. Me personally, I feel like I have learned a lot from you and our conversations and my eyes are being opened up every single day when I'm operating and doing the things in which I'm doing. And I think it's really neat and I appreciate that. And I hope that you feel that you're learning things and learning how to be better individuals and not just better podcasters. I'd love to hear from you, our listeners. I think we both would about what some of your uh, key takeaways have been so far. If there's been anything that's inspired you to uh, continue listening and to uh, put something to practice uh, in your life, that would be fantastic. I get to have conversations with people who have happened to heard who, to have heard the podcast, and they say, yeah, I heard this, and I thought about that, and I think, yeah, man, that's something that I'd like to think about more or to try. And um, that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty great. I'm grateful to them for that. Yeah, we're grateful for the two of you that listen to this podcast on a regular basis. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> no, you are supporting by listening, but uh, you you actually can support even further. Um, you can support with a monthly subscription to the to the podcast. And and by the way, I'm really proud. I'm continuously saying the word properly. If you're not already, you can actually visit uh, anchor.fm forward slash you'll die trying to become a monthly contributor to this podcast so that we can continue delivering incredible content to you. Otherwise, you can... You can also visit youldietrying.com or like us on Facebook and all those other fun places in which I know you're scrolling through right now while you're listening to this podcast. I hope not because you're probably driving and you probably shouldn't be scrolling. With your eyes shut. and do. I have seen someone, I have literally seen someone eat, eating a sandwich and putting on eyeliner before. True story. Yes. I How know is that someone possible? intimately who can do that with pristine <laughs> precision. When you say you know someone, is this person's name begin with a J? Or are you just not going to tell me? After consulting my attorneys, it has been described <laughs> that I should not just say it. Yes, it, it, it is my wife. So on this 13th episode, Jay, Dr. Carroll, what has been on your mind this day? My, uh, it's funny you ask. I'm curious. I was thinking just a minute ago about all the things that we say and how our listeners sometimes disagree. And we don't get to hear that. 
you and I are in agreement on a lot of things. And, and as we go, we'll, of course, find things that we disagree on. We'll, we'll have some civil conversation about that. I wish that we, all of us, could learn to recognize one another's dignity even while disagreeing. I don't understand why disagreement yields such vitriol and uh, and disturbance and disruption in relationships. Why can't I think or believe this and you think or believe that and we be okay? We actually we actually do disagree on on one or two topics, one of which we were talking about privately, and we actually scheduled an opportunity to hang out one evening and just chat about it. I think that that's, that's good to do. But to get to your point, it, I try to apply it to my daily... I'm trying to think of who I disagreed with recently. Like, I, how, is it, how is it negative? How is it bad that someone thinks differently than I? I mean, I, I, I can't answer this question, man. I can't, I, I don't get mad at people because they think differently than me or believe differently than me. That's like me getting mad that somebody likes the Miami Dolphins and not the Green Bay Packers, in my opinion. That's how I think. I'm like, that's so silly. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, Literally. It, it does. It does. I don't understand. It's like if, yeah, if you like chocolate and I like strawberry, why? And I'm going to get so mad at you. Why do I have to have, yes, an evaluative position on what you think? I, if I know what I think, I shouldn't mind what you think. And I think that's the secret is that people generally are insecure about their own beliefs. I think that people genuinely lack confidence in holding to what they hold. And I'm not saying that they don't believe it. Uh, They do believe it. They believe it with everything in them. But I don't think they feel confident in having a ready defense for why they believe it. And to enter into a conversation where they might have to say why might be nerve-wracking or unsettling, so it's easier just to dislike your position and remove myself from the conversation than have to defend why I think the way I think. I've liked the Green Bay Packers since I was a little baby because we have a Green Bay Packers Christmas tree and ornaments, and that's just what it was instilled in me. And that, to add to your point, is probably the reason that a lot of people get upset with because they were just instilled with a belief, a thought, and they can't back it. Well, that, there's nothing necessarily wrong with having been instilled with no, that. No, no, um, we're all taught something in in the New Testament, the Christian scriptures. There, there is this uh, this idea of tradition, and and the Greek word it, it has this idea of handing down. Paradidomai means I'm handing down to you something that was given to me. It's this idea of like a relay. This was given to me. Now I give it to you. So of course, our parents, our teachers those who have modeled the way for us. Of course, they tradition to us. They give us things. But uh, I think we have to pause and think about that. And I think we discussed this in an early episode, that that, yeah, that they are, the, the, the greatest minds have always taken what was, given thanks and blessed it, and then have added to it such to change it. Sometimes they've changed it so drastically that it's not, it's not even recognizable. When Jesus says, I have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Back to Gandhi, who said, well, an eye for an eye and tooth for tooth leaves the whole world blind and toothless. So that doesn't work. What Jesus said, I say, love your enemies instead. So like you, Jesus says, love is the answer. We all of us, I think, have to be ready to say why we think what we think. And just that uh, someone told us to, or this is what my parents said, that isn't enough. It might be a reason, but we need more. We need to go deeper. We need to think a little bit more critically about that. When people ask me why I love the Green Bay Packers, it's because Brett Brett Favre is an amazing quarterback. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. Hey, do you want to hear something? I'm giving something to you, our listeners. There's a new app. <clears throat> the, <clears throat> wow. There's a new app I want you to download. It's called Robo Killer. It's free. You know, those silly, ridiculous uh, calls you get all the time. People literally calling. You can choose who or what pre-recorded messages you would like to mess with the person calling, and then you can ultimately listen to them. And so I have all these people who have tried calling me and they're getting spoofed by people who are like acting Russian and confused and stuff. But anyway, download the Robo Killer app. It's been featured on like the Today Show and it's actually really cool. So check that out. Um, that's my gift to you of giving. You're welcome, Dr. Carroll. Great segue, right? That was perfect. That was As we were talking about <laughs> dignity amid difference. Robo Killer, the app. So what is something that you think you and I might disagree on, not theologically and philosophically, just on a kind of a regular everyday thing? What, what do you think something is that we might disagree on? Your choice of color of vehicle. Nathan is regretful and upset <laughs> that my vehicle does not match the fleet of his funeral home vehicles. It's okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really upset about it. It's, it's well, fine. I'm the grief therapist. The grief therapist is not going to be in a procession. It's fine. Nor are you going to have a Ram 1500 in your <laughs> funeral procession. So I felt pretty safe. And it matches my personal family fleet, which of course... Okay. 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 And I do have to argue that the Ram 1500 could be in a funeral procession because we've done that before. This guy was a huge Mopar fan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he passed away in a uh, in a car wreck, and we put him in his casket in the back of his favorite truck, and a bunch of Mopar uh, vehicles, chargers, and so forth, uh, just totally lined the funeral procession. It was a beautiful thing. So I have to argue that that most certainly could happen. For those of you who don't know, Mopar is uh, a source for a very popular source for automotive parts, uh, and uh, there are people who are huge fans. Huge. Huge. I would like to talk about how we disagree because we have, we have a conversation within uh, my circle. When I say circle, I mean my family. When I say my family, I mean my marriage. Uh, that debate is not always the proper thing to do. That debate is not always a good thing. I love to debate. I'm not going to lie. I debated in high school. I debated in college. And when you kind of grow up in academic circles, you're constantly charged with the, the, the task of defending what you think and why you think it. So we would debate, not like, you know, sophomoric stuff like I'm right, you're wrong, but we did have to take positions. And sometimes I have to take a position that was opposite of my own and argue just as vehemently for that. I love debate, but it doesn't make everyone comfortable. Sometimes it looks uncomfortable. And sometimes I think I... I'm not so, so nice in it. So I would love to hear a thought from you about how that plays in your life. Do you ever find yourself in a situation where you are in a conversation, civil conversation, where there are uh, disagreements and you are arguing your case for a purpose? You just blew my mind. It's blown. You, you blew it. I don't know. You're you're sitting here smiling at me because you're being really sweet about... I want to apologize, but I think that would not be the proper response. <laughs> I'm not sure what the proper response is. I don't know what the proper answer is. <laughs> well, let's think about it together. Like, yeah, let's, let's if we were going to be debating something, mm -hmm. here's what I think is key, is that, first of all, people are not going to be convinced if they're not open to being convinced. You can't motivate people who aren't open to being motivated. So debate normally is just 
my saying what I believe and you saying what you believe and us waiting for our turn to talk. I think that's how most people think of debate. I like the idea of really listening like, okay, what is true in what you are saying? Where can I connect with something that you're saying? And where can I see what you're saying and what I believe connect? So there's this thing in relationships that I like to refer to. And I got this idea from Karen Armstrong, who is a phenomenal scholar and author of books on all the religions, et cetera. And she wrote a book called 12 Steps to a Compassionate Life, in which she argues for something she calls the rule of charity. And that is when you're in conversation with someone you love, what is true? about what they're saying and all the disagreement and all the, the, the speech that, that hurts the imperfect connection. Can you hear anything in what the other is saying that is true? And can you build on that? To me, that's what a civil conversation amid difference looks like. Dignity amid disagreement looks like listening for what is true and building on that from there. You're smart. <laughs> Once again, I'm you, speechless. The podcast good, is speechless. Good. You know, I was sitting there just thinking about getting in the room with an employee or, and, and having a, I don't want to call it a debate because those of us who are leaders and have to lead, you know, our, our way is not to sound uh, strong arming, but it is the way. It's the way before reason and there are policies and procedures in place. And I think if a debate arises in the sense of, well, I don't agree with you, because sometimes let's be honest, you have those employees who are vocal and like to voice their opinion to the, to the point where they're not necessarily bought in. It's my job to then say, okay, I hear you. This is what we're going to do. And this is the new angle. So maybe I need to just find the, I'm finding the new angle is, is part of the debate and then coming up with a solution and then creating the rebuy-in altogether. That's the kind of stuff that I was kind of thinking about before. And then you kind of went into further detail about it. I don't know if that even makes sense, but that's what it does in my brain. I just, I believe in the power of speaking together with difference in order to live together with difference and to accept one another amid those differences. I, I believe in civility. I believe in civil conversations. I believe in the capacity that human beings have to disagree peacefully. And I think it all comes back to, to what degree am I a self? To what degree do I need something from you to make me feel better like agreement? And if we don't agree, can I be okay with that? The, the whole idea of group think is a, you know, peer pressure is what we call it as adolescents. And since we're in our 13th podcast, we are basically returning to adolescence. So our podcast is wondering like, what, how, how do I get accepted? And what do I have to do to be liked? And do I need to wear the Adidas pants? And do I need to have a big phone? And these are the things that people seem to think about. Well, I want to know- Are you Zach Morris right now? <laughs> what does it mean to have disagreement and uh, dignity at the same time? Why do we have to agree? Why is it so important that I think like you think? Let me just nip this in the bud and just let everyone know that it's okay. It's quite all right if you don't agree with or it's if you're not so agreed okay. with. It is absolutely. I don't know where I was in my walk to get to where I am where I don't care if you agree with me or not agree with me. I'm seriously going to love you and appreciate you regardless. And it does not offend me whatsoever. Not in the least. Fit. I just think we need to listen for what's good. Hmm. I think we need to listen for what's true and what's good and what the other is saying and take it from there. There is your nugget for today for this 13th podcast. There the, it is, the 13th takeaway. That's in 
That's insane. 13 in. Excited for the next 13. I tip my hat to you, Jay, because I'm grateful for you, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you very, very much. Please go out there and don't expect too much from others and be kind to yourself and to others. I appreciate it. Thank you to Nathan. Thank you to our listeners. Listen for what is true. Listen for what is good. Build on that. Or we'll at least die trying. Yes, you will. See you next week. Next time.